Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Wendy's is giving you a chance to win cash. Head to a participating Wendy's, snap a pic when you try the new homestyle French toast sticks, and post it on social using the hashtag Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps or log on to Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps.com. Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks are crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. They're so good, they're the best thing to ever happen to breakfast. No purchase necessary. See rules at Wendy's French toast stick sweeps.com. Sweepstakes end September 11th, 2022. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. The Will Muschamp Midweek Press Conference took place today, and we're here to talk about with you on Gamecock Central Radio. Election Day, Tuesday. Wes, how you doing? Did you vote today? I did. I, uh, as we're recording this, I actually just got finished voting, so uh, got that knocked out. No, I, I heard you know about some long lines around the Midlands, but I, I got in and got out, man. What about you? Yeah, I had a pretty short wait myself, so that was a pleasant surprise. I expected a long line. Didn't have one over on Rosewood Drive. I vote on Rosewood. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Metalfield Elementary. Okay. So, um, not very far from my house at all, but, uh, yeah, it, it went very, very smooth, and uh, my got my vote in there. I don't uh, – Hopefully, uh, everybody else listened, got out there, and exercised their rights as well. All right, Wes, uh, Muschamp spoke for about 25 minutes today, and he talked about the Florida game that's coming up on Saturday. The Gamecocks winners of three in a row. South Carolina unbeaten with Jake Bentley as the starting quarterback, and the Gamecocks have clearly got momentum going into this noon kickoff in Gainesville on Saturday, Wes. And, you know, Florida – 
just got boat raced by Arkansas this past weekend, and they're dealing with some injuries coming into the South Carolina game. So it feels like Carolina's getting Florida at a good time, maybe. Yeah, you know they are. Uh, you know, some linebackers out. Their quarterback, Luke Del Rio, obviously is out as well. Uh, this is a team that struggled last week. They're still uh, double-digit favorites over South Carolina. I think a lot of that uh, has to do with the fact the game is in the swamp in South Carolina. You know, this streak has all been at home. Obviously, that helps, especially with the young team. You just uh, young teams, I think, tend to play better at home. Uh, all, all teams probably do, at least to an extent. But young teams especially do. And you know, I don't know if Vegas is quite caught up or, or um, you know, completely bought into you know the Jake Bentley as a quarterback. I, I think if you look at how this sets up, this uh, is probably another close football game for South Carolina. Now, at the same time, I think. Uh, the big the big keys for South Carolina are going to be on the line of scrimmage on both sides. Uh, you know, Florida has a big physical offensive line, and uh, they have a very talented, very sound defensive front. So, uh, you know, South Carolina's offensive line and then South Carolina's front seven on the defensive side, uh, you know, both sides will be challenged in the running game. And I, I think that's where this game's going to be won or lost because uh, obviously Florida – even before the injuries, Emerson, they you know they they struggled at quarterback this year. So I, I think that's a situation where if South Carolina uh, slows down their running game, they can force some punts. But you know I, I think their their plan is probably going to be pretty clear: It'll be to come out and uh, they'll probably simplify the passing game and and uh, try to try to do the power run game. And I think. That's going to be uh, very, very important. Wes, clearly it's a big game for Florida. You know, they're trying to win the SEC East. They are on top of the East standings right now. Playing at home will certainly make a big difference for them. They had a hard time at Arkansas, but Arkansas is a pretty good football team. You know, one that's been ranked in the top 20 much of the year, and you know, Arkansas took it to Florida on Saturday. So they'll look to capitalize on home field advantage. Noon kick could be an advantage for the Gamecocks. Typically the home teams uh, you know, prefer to play afternoon or night games, so noon kick could be to South Carolina's advantage. Huge game in the SEC East-West. We're going to talk more about this. The Gamecocks are still in the hunt in the East as well. Hey, yeah, that's uh, that's just a strange thing to, to say or to hear, but it's true. And uh, You know, I get the impression, Emerson, that this fan base, uh, talking about Florida, they're not completely – sort of all on board with, with Jim McElwain right now. And they, they've turned on this guy. You know, I, I don't want to characterize the entire fan base, but there's a portion that has turned on this guy with the quickness. And, you know, I, I think you look at uh, the atmosphere, like you said, a noon game, uh, you know, not maybe not necessarily a game that the fans are going to be crazy excited for, I don't think. So I, I think if South Carolina can start fast and, keep the fans out of the game that you know that could set up well for South Carolina as well so I, I you know I think this one's interesting I, obviously the sort of uh, uh, up top layer storyline you're gonna hear with this game is pretty clear um, you know much chant returning to his former team uh, Steve Spurrier has returned to Florida uh, you 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 actually have guys obviously from South Carolina's team uh, almost all of them other than this class that came in this past year were, were coached at one time by Steve Spurrier, who's going to be there and, you know, dressed in Florida gear. And then you have a percentage of the Florida team that was recruited and coached by Will Muschamp, obviously, who will be coaching for South Carolina. That's the surface level storyline. To me, the uh, deeper storyline is what type of a blow could South Carolina deliver to uh, McElwain and his fan support and 
just because uh, you don't you don't play football is not in a vacuum. You know, this is a division opponent, and anytime you can deliver a blow to a division opponent's program, uh, that's that's an opportunity. And I, I think if, if Will Muschamp somehow goes into Florida, beats his old team in his first year with a freshman quarterback, um, the fan support for McElwain at Florida, injuries or not, uh, is going to take a big dip, Emerson. I mean, this, this is a dangerous game for them, in my opinion, because mm. uh, especially, you know, what, what's the what's the one thing that Florida never really truly had under Muschamp? Well, they couldn't find that quarterback. Right. And, and you know, they, they struggled offensively, and, and McElwain was brought in to fix the offense. And, uh, you know, other than a little – section when they had Will Greer and he played pretty well uh, there's not been much pop to this offense there hadn't been much pop to this offense this year so yep. I uh, you know I know I'm getting ahead of myself with that and and part of the a double digit favorite but uh, the momentum of these two teams seems to be going in opposite directions and South Carolina has nothing to lose so if if somehow they can continue this run they're on then all of a sudden you know I, I think I mean, I think they struck a major blow to Tennessee this past week or two weeks ago. I mean, um, you know, it wasn't just a game like that. That was a major blow to Tennessee as a program. I think that exposed some of Tennessee's issues uh, that were sort of bubbling underneath the surface. If if they could do the same to Florida, I think that goes a long way for for South Carolina. Just in the not that they'll pass Florida, that's not what I'm saying, but it, it sort of knocks Florida down a notch, I think. Yeah, and it would certainly serve notice to the SEC East that the Gamecocks are back in the championship discussion. So, Wes, I'm surprised to hear you say that the Florida fan base may be turning on McIlwain a little bit. Florida won the East last year. They went to Atlanta. They played for the championship. And, you know, Florida was ranked 10th or 11th in the country before they lost to Arkansas last weekend. They're still ranked in the top 20 in the country. And, they got a chance to win the East consecutive years, but their starting quarterback, Del Rio, is out this weekend against South Carolina. They have not named a starting quarterback yet, and it feels like, you know, I don't want to say the wheels are coming off for the Gators, but it certainly feels like these are uncertain times for them. Yeah, and, uh, you, know, and you know how it is. Every, every fan base has a portion, but, it, it, you know, a portion of fans that are against the current guy and doesn't think he can get the job done, but uh, it just seems like that, that there's sort of a growing uh, murmur you know, of, of people in Florida not too happy because, you know, I think it, it's somewhat twofold. Uh, you know, McElwain was brought in to fix the offense, and this is a Florida program that has been somewhat spoiled by Steve Spurrier and Urban Meyer in that they expect to put up points. And, you know, when they don't, uh, they they get they get cranky. So, uh, and, and you know what, the recruiting, at least on paper, uh, has not been up to Florida's uh, standard. You know, I've, I've been talking to some guys that are very familiar with that program, and uh, the last the, the classes that McElwain has brought in on paper have not been on par. Uh, you know, with what Muschamp uh, was bringing in before him. So, you know, they're sitting here. Uh, I think there's a part of that fan base worried. Okay, McElwain has not fixed the offense, and this defense is still made up of a ton of guys that Muschamp brought in so they're seeing these guys start to get older and graduate out of the program and move on to the nfl and wondering if the guys behind them are good enough and the guys coming in are going to be on the same level to continue this elite defense that they've had so i uh it almost feels like 
you know, the end of this year and into next year is a little bit of a crossroads for this Florida program because um, got off to a great start last year, uh, didn't play well down the stretch. A lot of those problems were at quarterback. Uh, you know, and, and even before uh, the Luke Del Rio injury, that, that position has been an issue for them, regardless of the injury. So I, I just I think they're a little bit uneasy, and they're probably a little bit nervous because Muschamp, uh, to, to me, you know, and Muschamp has handled it all week long with class. He's, he said he's got, you know, no animosity towards Florida. Uh, you know, this is just another game. Uh, he said all the right things. But, you know, I, I get the impression that, it, you know, some of his players didn't admit it. Some of them did today. Uh, I, I think this is kind of important for the, for the players. I think it would be pretty special for them to just go win one for their coach. Even if Muschamp doesn't ask them to or doesn't, make it about him, uh, you know, I think that'd be a pretty special moment for, for these guys to, to go try to win one for their coach. All right, Florida's dealing with injuries. They're going to have as many as four starters out for this game with South Carolina. Noon kick Saturday in the Swamp. It'll be on CBS. And this is Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. We hope you'll download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got a free phone app that allows you to listen to the GCR podcast on your phone, anywhere you receive cell phone service. It is a free app. It's available on the App Store and on Google Play. To subscribe to our podcast, search for Gamecock Central Radio. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services. Or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Florida Open is a 15-point favorite, but it was announced that Del Rio was out, so the game went off the board, and when it reopened, West it was down to about an 11-point spread. Florida favored by 11 over the Gamecocks. So we know Florida's got injuries. How healthy are the Gamecocks, West? Uh, you know, they're they're pretty darn healthy, especially for this time of the year. Man. You know, A.J. Turner, they got a little banged up. It's a knee sprain day-to-day. You know, they'll see how he is. Uh, you know, Donnell Stanley, he's been out all year long. Um, you know, he, he's available, but still getting back to 100%. So, you know, they, they've had some injuries, but not anything like Florida has. And, you know, obviously some injury stuff is just luck or bad luck, but, uh, it's just, you know, how the, the cookie crumbles, so to speak. But at the same time, I, I think you have to give a lot of credit to Jeff Dillman and his uh, strength and conditioning staff because this South Carolina team, to me, has looked well-conditioned all year long. Um, they obviously they don't have a lot of depth, so they've got defensive guys playing deep into the game without any uh, real rotation. And uh, you know, generally uh, over a course of time, the lack of injuries can also be a good sign of uh, good conditioning and and prep as far as having their bodies ready to take a beating. So. Uh, you know, so far so good for South Carolina in the injury department. A lot at stake for both teams, South Carolina and Florida on Saturday. The Gamecocks can get to six wins if they can beat the Gators. So Florida's got uh, two SEC games remaining, and the Gamecocks playing their final SEC game Saturday in Gainesville. So, you know, a lot to, still to be decided in the SEC East with just a few weeks left in a regular year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we'll track it all on Gamecock Central, of course. But, uh, you know, and South Carolina sort of, uh, they admitted that they talked about the East, and but uh, Muschamp's point was, to the team was, well, you all know all the scenarios, right? And, uh, you know, I said, well, yeah. And he said, well, what's the first thing that has to happen in all those scenarios? And that's for South Carolina to beat Florida. So <laughs> South Carolina's focus has just been on the game. And, uh, you know, I, I think even deeper than the fact that Muschamp coached some of these guys, I'm curious to see uh, – Muschamp is such a detail-oriented coach. I'm curious to see how how does that affect the game from a personnel standpoint in that – Muschamp is going to know these matchups. He's going to know he's going to know the Florida team better than any other team South Carolina faces this year. So I'm I'm curious to see 
if Muschamp's knowledge of the Florida team and their strengths and weaknesses is something that plays in the South Carolina's favor as well. All right, plenty more to come on South Carolina and Florida. More coverage for you here coming up on Gamecock Central. Wes Mitchell joining me to talk about this game today. Will Muschamp held his midweek press conference today on Election Day as we record on this Tuesday. Wes, thanks very much. Thanks, Emerson. Have a good one, man. I'll talk to everybody soon. All right, that's Wes Mitchell, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older in present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. In Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.